0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: It's Wednesday night, so we take it out at Uppy's Tavern with our guest tonight, Joan Bennett, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner! <laughs> by Bristol Byers, makers of Ipana Toothpaste and Truchet, the beforehand lotion, Two products that will pay you to remember. Ipana for the smile of beauty. Truchet for softer, lovelier hair. Ipana, Truchet. Hello,
2: Duffy's Tavern. Where do you leave? Meat deed, Archie, the just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Tonight, uh, Joan Bennett, the uh, woman in the window, huh? A mannequin? No, Duffy. On the contrary, she's quite a girlykin. <laughs> yeah, Duffy, a terrific assemblage of punkeritude. <laughs> what she got that Mrs. Duffy ain't got? Well, take a look at Mrs. Duffy. <laughs> Are you looking? Well, what you don't see, Joan Bennett's got. <laughs> Yeah, she's just come back from England. England, it's a little place, just a blotty stone's throw from Ireland. Yeah, she went over there with a bunch of other movie stars. Sort of a lend-lease arrangement. Yeah, the English send us their beefs and we send them our hams. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Joan is coming down tonight to help me raffle off a diamond terrara. Huh? Well, it's for Christmas, Duffy, to help feed the needy families of Third Avenue. Let him eat cake. Duffy, a certain party named Marie Antoinette once made that same remark. And leave me remind you, after they stuck her head in the guillotine, she talked a lot different.
3: <laughs>
2: I'll call you back.
3: Hey, Miss Archer,
4: how
2: many tickets you figured you
4: gonna sell for this raffle?
2: Well, Eddie, that depends a lot on how many people buy them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's a nice round number.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Incidentally, what are you thinking of giving your girlfriend, Sonia Jones, for Christmas? According to my wallet, a matched set of excuses.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: no dough, huh?
4: That's right. And with Sonia, no dough, no soap. Mm. Ah, them women. Why, why do they have to be that way?
2: Well, Eddie, that's been a problem since time was immoral, you know? LAUGHTER Anthony had that problem with Cleopatra. Napoleon had it with Josephine. You
4: mean Josephine was wallet-minded, too?
2: You've seen pictures of Napoleon with his hand inside his coat? Yeah. What do you think he was holding on to? (laughs) But she loved him, Eddie. Yeah,
4: but the trouble is, Sonia never studied history. Oh. And Napoleon didn't have the competition I got. Competition, huh? Yeah, she got one boyfriend that makes perfume, a jeweler. Then there's another one. Just
2: a second. If she's got all them boyfriends, why do you bother to give her anything? Because I'm number three on the list,
4: and I don't want to lose my rating. (laughs) Well, uh,
2: why don't you buy one of these raffle tickets? If you win, you can give her the Diamond Terrera.
4: That's phony hunk, ice.
2: Well, does she have to know it's phony? I forgot to tell you, she got
4: another boy a friend that's a glass cutter.
2: Well, don't leave it uh spray your decor, Eddie. Uh by the way, did you get the Christmas tree out of the back room yet? Yeah. That head
4: is there in the corner. I hope it don't get arrested for indecent exposure.
3: Yeah.
2: Don't look as good as it did last year, does it?
4: No. And last year, it didn't look
2: as good as the year before. <laughs> mm, it's Turned a little brown around the gills. What can we do with it, Eddie? Well, we could put a fence around it. A fence? Yeah.
4: You know what the old saying, that things on the other side of the fence look greener? LAUGHTER
2: Cut the jokes, Eddie. We can fix it up. We'll camouflage it with some of last year's decorations. Yeah, but what are we going to use to camouflage the decorations? Don't worry, Eddie. There's a lot of things around here we could use to hang on a
5: tree. Uh, hello, Arch. Oh, hello, Finnegan. Uh, you sold any tickets for that raffle yet? Uh, no, Arch. And I've been to every house on the block.
2: Well, have you been off the block? Arch,
5: for years. <laughs> Look, what do you do when you go from house to house? Oh, well, I knock on the door, and when they open it, I say, I'm Cliff and Finnegan. Yeah. What's the reaction? The usual. Raised eyebrows and a slight gasp. <laughs> yeah, and then I try to slam the door on me. Then what do you do? I use me head, on. I... Oh. Yeah. I stick me foot in. Oh, you do, huh? Yeah, uh, sometimes. Other times I use me foot and stick me head in. Oh. How does that work? Well, that's better. That way it don't hurt so much.
3: Then
2: sticking your foot and your head in, I can see that you ain't using salesmanship.
5: Salesmanship?
2: Yeah, you see, to be a salesman. The first thing you gotta do is to flatter the people.
5: Uh, to flatter them, huh? Yeah, you know,
2: for example, when the door opens, you should smile and you say... Well, I didn't know a gorgeous creature like you was going to answer
5: the door. Arch, I tried that. What happened? The guy slugged me.
3: <laughs> well, you
5: talked out of turn.
2: That's another thing. You see, the smart salesman lets the other guy do all the talking.
5: So I tried that too, watch. One place I went into to sell the tickets, it happened the guy was also a salesman. Yeah? Yeah, so I was cagey. I laid back and I let him do all the talking. What happened? I am now insured against earthquakes. (laughs)
3: And not one
2: ticket sold for all of these
5: needy families. Ain't you ashamed
2: of yourself? Now go on out and try it again.
5: Okay, and this time I won't leave one stone unturned.
2: Okay, but don't turn over any rocks. You might find (laughs) a relative. Now get going.
5: Okay. Hey, look, I... Uh, you mind if I leave one shoe here? One shoe? Yeah, it'll help me make change. How? Oh. So uh, tickets are a dime, right? Right. So, in case a guy hands me a quarter, ten fingers and five toes makes 15 cents change.
3: <laughs> but Finnegan,
5: you got six toes. Oh, you forget the sales tax. <laughs>
2: Human abacus. <clears throat> Go on now. Get going. Oh. Hello? Duffy tavern. Huh? Oh, yeah. She's here. Just a minute. Miss Duffy. Oh, yeah? A uh, phone call for you. <laughs> Ridiculous as it sounds. It's a man.
6: No fooling. Gee. Quick. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. Steady,
2: old girl. Steady.
6: <laughs> Hello? Miss Duffy speaking. I'd love to. <laughs> What? Oh, it's you, Papa. Archie, you tricked me.
2: Yeah, but you was really living there for a minute.
3: Uh
6: what, Papa? Where was I till three o'clock this morning? Well, papa, yesterday was a busy day. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of things to do. Well, first I had my hair curled and
2: What'd you do, look in the mirror?
6: Shut up, you jerk No, not you, Papa The other one here (laughs) Uh, so then I went over to Katrinka Yorbitz For their house warning Yeah, they just got a load of coal in (laughs) Well, anyway, the party got going And you know how it is, Papa Everybody started dancing with each other And Katrinka and I got sick of just sitting around So Well, so we went to the movies Huh? Look, Papa, I could tell Mama a few things about the other night when you were supposed to be playing poker.
2: Yeah, I seen him in that game of poker. The chips was very well stacked.
6: (laughs) (laughs) What, Papa? Okay, it's a deal. We'll both keep our big mouths shut.
2: Miss Duffy, did you and Katrinka enjoy the movies last night?
6: No, we had a terrible time. Two fellas sitting next to us did nothing but annoy us.
2: Oh. So where did the four of you go?
6: <laughs> well, it, it turned out that they were going our way. So
2: naturally, they offered to give you a lift.
6: Naturally. <laughs> but we warned them that we were nice girls and they'd have to drive us straight home.
2: Well, so far, you've acted like a perfect lady.
6: Yes, but they were no gentlemen.
2: Oh, they didn't drive you straight home.
6: That was the trouble, they did. <laughs> Straight
2: home. I think I know the trouble. Look, when you got into the guy's car, was it standing under a street lamp?
6: Yeah, I think it was.
2: That's where you made your mistake. (laughs) Now look, Miss Duffy, Joan Bennett's going to be here any minute to raffle off this terrara for the needy people. And, hey, I wonder if a kiss from a pretty girl would help sell these tickets.
6: (gasps) You, I'd love
2: to. Miss Duffy, the needy ain't that needy. (laughs) I was referring to Miss Joan Bennett. That's a terrific idea. Joan Bennett kisses the winner and we'll collect so much dough for the third Avenue poor people, they'll be coming over here in limousines to thank us.
1: I'll bet there isn't a woman listening in who isn't interested in trying something different when it comes to making herself lovelier.
7: You're so right, Mr. Wallington. I am interested. What is it?
1: Well, it's an entirely different idea in hand lotions. It's truché, the beforehand lotion.
7: Truché? And what does beforehand mean?
1: It means you can use truché before you get to work, before you do dishes or light laundry before you put your hands in that hot, soapy water.
7: But what's the point of that?
1: Because truché guards your hands from becoming chapped and dry. Why, truché is so effective that it guards your hands even while they're in hot, soapy water.
7: And how about after I finish the dishes and washing? Can I use truché then?
1: Of course you can. Creamy, fragrant truché can be used as you use any hand lotion. But with truchet, you get something none of those ordinary hand lotions give you. Beforehand protection when you need it most. So, why don't you start this new way of helping your hands become soft and lovely? Why not begin today to use Truchet? T R U S H A Y.
3: Look,
2: Eddie, Joan Bennett's going to be here any minute. Now, leave us make the place look Christmassy, huh? We'll put some candles around the tables.
4: Candles? You trying to put Miss Bennett on a diet?
2: What do you mean? Well, if she sees what she's eating, she won't. Well, maybe you're right. What could we do to make it Christmassy, eh? I know. We'll take a lot of the Christmas cards we've been receiving and stand them up along the bar.
4: Be the only thing at that bar that's standing.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah,
2: very funny. Yeah?
4: Uh, by the way, I just got a card here you did from Sing Thing. I did? Let's
2: see. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's from Rockpile Roach. <laughs> I didn't know he was still up there. The last time I heard from him, he was waiting for the governor to make up his mind about a reprieve. Let's see what he says. Dear Archie, just a line to wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy... Mm. <laughs> Guess the governor made up his mind. <laughs> Well, that shows, you, Crime don't pay, huh?
0: Good evening, Archie. Oh, Officer Clancy. How are you tonight? Oh, it is a weary man, I am. Those Christmas crowds milling around and pushing and pulling. Yeah, pretty terrible. Oh, man. it sure knocks a man out. The hustle and bustle and pushing and shoving. It's enough to drive a man to drink. Yeah, that's right. Well, don't just stand there agreeing with me. Do something about it.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: Clancy, here you are.
2: Bourbon and soda. On the
0: house. Uh, Archie, uh, this whiskey of yours is slow poison. Slow poison? Well, then don't drink Fortunately, I'm a patient man.
3: Oh, well,
2: enjoy
0: it, Clancy. Tell me, uh, how's the missus? The old biddy? Well, as usual. She's been hinting all week for a Christmas present. Oh, how can you tell? She's been easing up on her punches. (laughs) Well, that's a sure sign she loves you, Clancy. You're a hundred proof right. Uh, by the way, by the way, that last drink. Yeah? Who poured it? I did. Who drank it? You did. Archie, it's your move.
3: Okay, <laughs> Clancy, here you are. Have thank
0: another you, one. Thank you, See, Say, by the way, would you like to have Christmas dinner with me and Mrs. Officer Clancy? Well, thank you. I'll be charmed. We're having a real Christmas dinner. Celery and olives and cranberry sauce and pumpkin pie. And, of course, for the main dish, the old traditional corned beef and cabbage. What, Clancy, no turkey? No, it makes the old lady feel too self-conscious. Oh. Well, I'll be seeing you, Nancy. Okay, Clancy. Um,
4: a Miss Arthur. Yeah? The woman in the window. What about her? She just walked through the
2: door. Eddie, that's Joan Bennett. She just got back from England. That, uh, that pip-pip British stuff to her, you know. Give her a real English welcome, huh? Uh, you give it to her. You're handier with that John Bull than I am. Well, Joan Bennett, uh, welcome back to the motherland. Did you have a good time
7: over there, Joan? Wonderful.
2: Yeah, I bet you felt funny driving on the left side of the road, huh?
7: Not at all, Archie. You forget I'm from California. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Yeah, that's right. Well, how is England? Has uh, the old place changed much?
7: Were you ever there?
2: Was I... Is this damn kidding? (laughs) Joan, I've been up and down the streets of London so often, I still walk cockneyed. (laughs) Yeah, in fact, to this day, I get sinuses if I ain't breathing that London (laughs) air. Well, what did you do over there? What did I do? Well, uh, the first time I went over to play uh, cricket for uh, Washington and Lee and parents. You played cricket? Left crick.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it was a great trip. A uh, little rough, but very pleasant.
7: What hmm. boat did you go on?
2: Well, naturally, on a boat befitting to a man of my caliber. A tramp steamer?
3: No,
2: the Queen Mary herself. <clears throat> Great crowd we had on board, too. Uh,
7: A lot of notables?
2: A uh, lot of notables? Uh, you mean besides me?
7: Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, sure. We had nothing but the upper dregs. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Count of Essex and his wife, the Discount.
3: Uh, uh,
2: Lord and Lady Lind- Windermere. Uh, Lord and Lady Taylor. Uh, uh, Lord Byron.
7: Lord Byron? Yeah. He wasn't with Lord Tennyson, was he? Lord Tennyson, Lord Tennyson.
2: Short and stocky, a uh, monocle in one eye. <laughs> Stutters a little.
7: That's the one.
2: Marvelous shuffleboard player.
7: <laughs> Archie, it happens that Lord Tennyson is dead. What is that? Lord Tennyson is dead.
2: Oh. Well, it was a pretty rough trip.
3: <laughs> in
2: fact, uh, even I had a slight case of Mal <laughs> You know, that's uh, French for you can't take it with you. <laughs> yeah. But uh where are my manners here? Oh Edward, uh, uh, yes, sir, my lord.
0: <laughs> a uh,
2: crumpet of tiffin and uh, some some tea for Miss Bennett.
4: Mm.
2: How many spots? Uh tuppence. <laughs> How much is that? That's twelve. <laughs>
4: Enough for 12 spots. Uh, how about just one big blob?
3: <laughs> well, I
2: guess that sounds all right. Uh, okay with you, Joan?
7: Yes, with lemon, please. In a saucer. In <laughs> a
3: saucer?
2: How oh, bourgeois. <laughs> uh, have you ever tried it with a putrid mug? <laughs>
3: No,
7: this will be my first experience.
2: Uh, Well, I think you'll like it.
7: (laughs) Archie, I can see you know all about English dishes.
2: Oh, sure. In fact, I almost married one. (laughs) But by that time, they didn't let us fraternize. Say, that's a jolly good one. I must remember to send that into punch. (laughs) Yeah, Joan, all this, uh, this talk about England makes me very neuralgic. (laughs)
7: Yes, I'm getting a little sick myself.
2: Uh, Well, in that case, uh, leave us talk about Hollywood.
7: All right, leave us talk about Hollywood.
2: I saw that last picture of yours.
7: I saw that last picture of yours.
2: You was great.
7: Leave us talk about England. (laughs) Uh,
2: Maybe we better talk about the raffle.
7: What is all this about the raffle, Archie?
2: Well, you see, uh, it's Christmas, and there's a lot of people that ain't gonna be too happy. You know, people that ain't got the kind of dough that you and me has got. And, uh, I uh, thought I'd try to do a little something to brighten things up for them, so I'm raffling off this genuine Diamond Terraria. Uh The only thing is the raffle tickets ain't going so good, and we thought that maybe if you'd give the winner a kiss, it'd help things. After all, you kissed that Edward G. Robinson. It wasn't even Christmas, either. <laughs>
7: All right, Archie, if it's for charity, I'll do it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll put on my most kissable lipstick.
2: You're going to do Holy cat, she's going to kiss the winner. But what happens? Suppose the raffle is won by some coothless hoodlum. <laughs> some guy that would go after her like she was a free lunch. <laughs> Archie, you've got to save this girl by hook or by crook.
1: Say, Eddie, if Miss Bennett is going to kiss the winner, I'll buy a couple of those raffle tickets. Why, sure, Miss Washington. Here they are. You know, if Mr. Archie wins and Miss Bennett has to kiss him, I bet she dies laughing. Oh, boy, I'd like to see that. Miss Bennett kissing Miss Archie? No. Miss Bennett laughing. Because if there's anything I go for, it's a beautiful smile, Ed. In fact, I think everybody goes for a beautiful, sparkling smile. That's why we all should try to keep our smiles as bright and as radiant as can be. That, of course, calls for firm, healthy gums. And that means Ipana toothpaste and gum massage. For Ipana is designed not only to clean your teeth, but with gentle massage to aid in the health of your gums. Ask your dentist. A national survey shows that seven out of ten dentists recommend gum massage. Not only that. But dentists themselves prefer Ipana toothpaste two to one over any other dentifrice for their own personal use. So why don't you start using Ipana toothpaste and gum massage yourself? It's easy. Just brush your teeth with Ipana. And every time you do, put a little extra Ipana on your fingertip and gently massage it on your gums. So get Ipana for your smile of beauty. Mm.
2: Oh, Duffy's tavern. Oh, hello, Duffy.
3: Huh?
2: Oh, the tickets has been going like wild cakes. Yeah. Uh Well, Joan Bennett's going to pull the tickets out of a hat, and in addition, for charity, she's going to kiss the winner. You want 100 tickets, huh? <laughs> but suppose Mrs. Duffy found out you kissed a movie star. Oh, you'll throw up to her the kiss in New York that she got from Tom Brenneman, huh? <laughs> well, is she there? Well, look, you better not let her hear you're talking about kissing a strange dame, Duffy, or your name will be Mud. Hello? Hello? So long, Mud. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Man. clears throat>
2: I wonder how I could work out this raffle so the charity begins at home. Good. All right, all right, you... Oh, hello, Finnegan. How many tickets did you sell? Oh, a bunch of them, Mark. Here's the list of names. Yeah, hey. I... Yeah. I... Finnegan you got nothing but a lot of X's down here.
5: How can we tell who's who? The are For example, this X here is Mr. Smith, and this chair here is Mr. Brown. But how can we tell which is which? Oh, it's Mr. Brown is the guy with the glass
2: eye.
3: <laughs> well,
2: put all the tickets in this, uh... Put the tickets in this derby hat here, okay. Finnegan, and I'll go get Joan Bennett and pick out the
5: winner.
4: Yeah, okay, Mister Finnegan. Put, put, put him right here in the hat.
5: Uh, hey, Eddie, Eddie uh, I think I'll put my ticket right on top. Eh? Uh-huh,
4: you pretty anxious to win so you can get that kiss
5: from Miss Bennett. Huh? Uh, i to uh... <laughs> What kiss? Didn't you know Miss Bennett's going to kiss the winner? I knew there was a catch to this raffle.
3: <laughs> you
5: you don't want a kiss? Eddie, that stuff stunts your growth. <laughs> Me, sir. Uh... I'd rather blow bubble any day. <laughs> bubble gum? Yeah. Mr. Finnegan, ain't you ever heard of the birds and the bees? Yeah, I heard of them. But you give them birds and bees a hunk of bubble gum, and they ain't going to waste no time kissing either.
4: <laughs> yeah, but what you going to do if she picks out your ticket?
5: Well, the, the, she won't find it in the hat bin. What? I'm putting my ticket right inside the hat band, and she'll never find it. No dame is going to make a chucker out of me. <laughs>
0: well, Johnny,
2: uh all uh, all set to pick the ticket out of the hat? Archie, before I do, may I see the tiara? The tiara? Well, you talk funny. Well, sure.
7: <laughs>
2: Here it is. Uh, take a look at it. See? Ever see diamonds like that before?
7: Only on chandeliers. Oh, surely
2: you're jesting. This is the kind of stuff you see in Tiffany's window.
7: Archie, this is the kind of stuff Tiffany's window is made of. What do you mean? Look at the back of it. It says Woolworth.
2: That's the name of the owner. Uh <laughs> Look... I, uh, I didn't want to let this get out, but this terrara happens to come from the private collection of the heiress to the Woolworth Millions. But isn't her name Hutton? Occasionally, yes. (laughs)
3: Look,
2: Joan, you got no idea what this terrara is worth.
7: About 29 cents. That's why you and me beg to differ. Archie, don't lie to me.
2: Well, look. Well, what's the difference what the winner gets? As long as the money goes to a worthy charity.
7: But the winner will be disappointed. All right, we'll cover that.
2: So that nobody gets robbed, I'll fix it so I become the winner.
7: I see. And I give you the kiss.
2: You see? Nobody loses. (laughs) Except me. come on, Joan. Will you do it?
7: But, Archie, with all the tickets in the hat, how will I be able to pick yours?
2: Look, I got an idea. I'll stick mine inside of the hat band. See.
3: <laughs> then
2: you just reach under and pull it out. Okay, Eddie. Uh, leave us start the drawing. Now, fram, Fram, Mister Melnick.
3: Ladies and gentlemen,
4: Miss Joan Bennett will now draw the winning ticket in the raffle sponsored by
3: Honest Archie. <laughs>
2: And, folks, I would like to announce that anybody who bought a hundred tickets for this raffle has no more chance of winning than a man who bought one. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Bennett will now draw the winning ticket out of the inside of the hat. Uh, Have you got the winning ticket there, Miss Bennett? Yes, I
7: have the winning ticket.
2: And uh, what is the name?
7: The name is
5: Clifton Finnegan. Clifton Finnegan. I was free.
3: <laughs>
2: Finnegan, that rat in Wolf's clothing.
7: Well, I guess I'd better kiss the winner. Mr. Finnegan? Now, you lay off of me. Don't be afraid. You... Hold
5: still. Oh, this is terrible. Why? To think of all the years I've wasted me lips blowing on soup. <laughs> What a waste of osculation! Well,
7: I'm sorry, Archie. I tried.
2: Oh, well, forget about it, Joan. As long as the dough goes to the poor
7: people. Well, Archie, as long as you, that's the way you feel about it, I think you deserve a consolation prize. You mean? Hold still. Mm.
4: Mr. They were well, right now he's flying over the
5: Christmas
1: tree. <laughs> Mother, you never can tell when your child will come home with a cold. So for that reason, it's wise to always keep a safe, effective cold relief handy in the house. And that means minute rub. A really modern chest rub that brings quick, effective relief to cold discomfort. Just rub minute rub on the throat, chest, and back. In a minute, minute rub soothing menthol vapors begin to clear that stuffed-up feeling in the nose and throat. In a minute, minute rub starts to bring a feeling of warmth and relief to those tight, sore, aching muscles. And listen, here at last is a chest rub that's greaseless and stainless. Disappears like vanishing cream and can't stain clothes or bed linens. So get a tube of minute rub and get relief from that annoying cold misery the modern way. The greaseless, stainless. Minute Rob Way. <laughs> it's time now to leave Duffy's Tavern for this evening, but let's be here again at the same time next Wednesday. Joan Bennett will soon be seen in the Diana production of The Secret Beyond the Door. Until next Wednesday, then, this is Jimmy Walling, reminding you that for a more sparkling smile, remember Ipana. And for softer, lovelier hands, remember Trouchet, the beforehand lotion. Ipana, Truchet. Stay tuned in for Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately. Yeah, this is NBC, NBC, the national broadcasting company.